On this week's episode of Friend Code, did Netflix cancel a Zelda and Star Fox show due to leaks? Nintendo's latest financial report is out, and surprise, they're doing very well, and we're going to dive into Resident Evil 4. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by Bradley Ellis. Achievements. Michael Huber. Achievements. Achievements. That's right. That's right. Speaking that of you, which, <laughs> a little promo here. If you're a dollar and up patron, right now we are collecting submissions for Season 3 of Achieve It Yourself, which will be going into production uh, in the near future. But... I need those achievement ideas. You gotta send them in. Anything that's Nintendo related is fair game. Though I do please ask you to consider. Please make sure the games are available on Switch some way. Just because we're working from home, you know the remote thing. But hey, <laughs> something to look forward to. We'll make those achievements happen for you, Nintendo. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> Good so. Oh. <laughs> Yo, we gotta play the game. Gotta the game, the game. begins now. Twenty twenty one. The game. Yeah. yeah, the game of easy as. Uh, Netflix. I want to start with Netflix today, because Nintendo and Netflix were apparently working behind the scenes to make a live action Legend of Zelda show and a claymation Star Fox show being uh, developed by College Humor, of all people. And according to TV host and comedian Adam Conover, uh, in a podcast, uh, the Surf Times podcast, revealed that those two projects were canceled by Nintendo because their existence was leaked in 2015. Hmm. So I want to ask you some questions. One, do you believe this? Does this sound believable? This is something you think <laughs> Nintendo would do? Yes. <laughs> I sure, think Nintendo yeah, would sure. cancel that <laughs> if something gets out. All right. So Nintendo canceled it or Netflix canceled it? That's the Nintendo. Nintendo. So let me let me Nintendo let me ex account. explain like what the theory is. <laughs> uh, the breach of trust caused Nintendo to back out because Nintendo said, "Okay, if you can't keep a secret, how are we going to do business with you?" Also, apparently, leaking projects in this manner is a known strong-arm tactic in the in the entertainment industry during negotiations, and that probably pissed Nintendo mm -hmm. off. As well. Raise hype and, and stuff by leaking. Yeah, it. to drive up yeah. the price during totally. negotiations. Totally. Yeah. So I think Netflix. it's believable. Yeah. Which also could explain why Netflix isn't on Switch yet, maybe? Oh, shit. Bad blood. Yeah, <laughs> There's some dude, bad blood. That's an interesting theory for sure. I could totally see that. Who knows? But I want to ask you this. Uh, what uh, The nugget I want to get out of this is uh, would you actually want a live action Zelda show and would you want it from Netflix? No, I think they do a bad job. Oh. I don't think Zelda would transition that well into live action either. And I don't trust Netflix with it. If anything, they should have done animation. It would have worked better. Um, Brad's definitely a way bigger Zelda fan than I am. That's okay. But I would say yes. I, okay. I, I have less to lose. <laughs> uh, and... Even if it's a train wreck, I can disconnect it because I went through the Resident Evil movies. Like, there's such a disconnect there with the movies and just the games and the and the franchise and the canon and everything. Um, you know, and they have their moments. Yeah. 
So, was, and and, okay. and that was such a different landscape, just the the movie theaters back then versus versus Netflix. Let me clarify one reason why I think I, why I do not want it. Two things I think they would do. One, it would either be a terrible comedy with bad humor, <laughs> like I don't know, it's called humor, so I don't know. I'd expect it to be bad. It'd be more lines like with the the OG cartoon show. <laughs> Two, they'd be like the modern the modern day thinking now of like. Oh, let's make everything Game of Thrones like. So they would try to make Zelda some huge drama, political like, intrigue. It like it's like I don't trust them with the material that, especially uh, live action. I don't think Zelda is that serious of a show either. Like the tone, I think it works better for like Castlevania because they it is like Game mm. of Thrones, I guess, with multiple storylines. But it's a much more serious and dark show, so I think it works better. But Zelda, like. It's not the same, man. Like, can't have like that much gore and like nudity in Zelda. It'd just be weird. Totally. Yeah, I don't know if Nintendo would even go for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's also yeah. There's also the issue that like Netflix doesn't seem to always do justice to certain things because of budgetary concerns. Definitely. Also, like length. Uh, Huber, I, mean, I don't know what your stance on this, but it does feel like even like with the Marvel series. I know you always liked their length, but that was one of the oh, criticisms. Oh, yeah. No, of, I agree. I agree okay. with the length, for sure. Yeah. They were always... I watched all of them, and they were all, even even the best of the best, even Jessica Jones Season 1 or Daredevil Season 1 and 1, like, still just a little bit too long. How many episodes were they, like, per season? 13. Every season mm. is 13, and they're, yeah. and they're full episodes. It's not 30 or 40 minutes. It's, like, oh, 13 episodes. Hour long. Yeah, that's episodes. a lot, man. Yeah. That's a lot. You know, I w- like, yeah. yeah episodes will be like fifty minutes, but like they're they're chunky. It's it, long. Yeah, it feels if they felt like they dragged on a little too much. There's definitely mm-hmm. some trimming that can be done. Also, there are some times when I think they do do it right, but the source material I think supports it better. Like The Witcher, I actually mm-hmm. enjoyed The oh, Witcher. Amazing. I think so because great. it knew its limits. I feel like. Whereas there are shows that I was really excited for, and they didn't know their limits. That's where I'm afraid with Zelda. Like, uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last season just went beyond. It was trying to do, like, uh, Lovecraftian, like, horrors. as like, end-of-the-world stuff. And they ended up just making everyone, sorry, slight, little tiny spoiler. But all of them were, like, humans. Just human beings with, like, some weird attribute about them. And that was it. And there were supposed to be these, like, giant war- galaxy universe-ending creatures mm-hmm. or whatever. And it just was, like, laughable. Also, there's a lot of other problems with the final season. But there's a lot more examples, I think, of them doing wrong than doing right with their adaptations. Yeah. When it comes sure. to... When it comes to adaptations. Yeah, I adaptations. Would, I would agree. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, like, who are you going to have is, like, an old conversation. But, like, if you're going to have Link in that show, you mm-hmm. have to have, like, the perfect casting and like how are you gonna do so, like link doesn't even talk in the video games really already like people are still worried about that getting some actor to actually play link mm-hmm. good luck man it'd be cool mm-hmm. if you treated him like uh batman in a way so don't laugh sorry but uh just the whole season would be like from other people's perspective so anytime you saw link it would be like other characters POV, so he could just come in and like, ga ga ga, and like not say anything, and then like bounce yeah, out. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think that could work a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Zelda Dude. is so much about you yeah. being Link, the perspective of Link. That's what it's totally. kind of about. But it is totally. a TV show, so 
They could change that things. That would be that'd be like the big secret to Hubert if they did that way. Fans would be debating a certain episode where like there's a side conversation like that was Link. That was the first time we heard Link speak, and like the directors <laughs> yeah. won't comment on it. Like, oh, we're not gonna she say if that was speak. Link talking. Like, maybe <laughs> season two will reveal Link speaking. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that would work though. I'm I'm with Brad though. I think animated is the only way to go when it comes yeah. to to Zelda, and you're because you're never gonna get yeah. like a, a Lord of the Rings style budget. No, especially after like the. the I'd still yeah. love to see it though. Sure. I guess I'm with you on that too. At least once. Uh, I mean, I would I, watch I wanna... it. Yeah. Especially with Netflix. Disappointed, but I'd still check it out. Yeah. Just like big budget, maybe awesome. Dude, I don't Amazon know. Yeah, maybe. Stuff. Maybe you're so right. Amazon. <laughs> what was the the Game of the, the the Game of Thrones or the Lord of the Rings Amazon budget? Yeah, it's like yeah, the like most billion show of all it's time. It's like a yeah, a billion, a billion right? Billion dollars. It's crazy. A yeah. Billion dollars, dude. <laughs> I don't think Zelda's getting a billion. No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they're getting a billion. (laughs) Um, What about uh, a claymation Star Fox show? This sounds more interesting to me. Uh, I do think it would be really goofy humor, again, but I guess it's Star Fox. Star Fox, I think it's just way more low stakes as it is kind of thing. But I think claymation's an interesting approach for a series where everyone's a bunch of talking animals that fly spaceships, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. I would imagine it'd be shorter, too. Claymation is time-intensive. Yeah. Expensive. I can imagine it being, like, six episodes or eight episodes, too. Kind of, like, experimental. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. the stuff I want to see. Like, throw at it. Th- throw it at the wall. If it sticks, it sticks. Like, you know, the worst thing can happen is it comes out, it fails, and then they don't do it I for another Nintendo 20 or 30 years. scarred <laughs> from... You know, after Mario Brothers movies and stuff like that, I know. just out of hey, But even nowadays, it's like a new one. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's I think, like, but li- it's not live action, though. No, it's, yeah. it's animated. I yeah. just think Damiani, like the most, if they want to do live action, the best series to work would be either Fire Emblem or Metroid, and I yeah. think those would be the two best. Those would be sweet. I, I can see Metroid say, on. It's, uh, just me- it's just Metroid for me. Yeah, I can see Metroid going to Amazon. It's such an Amazon vibe. One billion dollar Metroid franchise. Yeah, yeah. There we Shit. go. I'm, yeah. I'm in for that. Yeah. Dude, Ridley, Met, me, Meta, like Mecha Ridley. Dude, yeah. Dude, season better finale. be like smog budget, dude. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, as Ridley, Ridley, dude. Yeah, yeah the dialogue. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I see you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I should let you have the baby. Yeah. Just to see <laughs> it drive you mad. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be too good. <laughs> well... Um, you never know. There, there. You know, there. There's always a chance these deals could be revived. Uh, yep. I mean, as we said, Nintendo has been open to partnerships. I mean, they're doing Universal with Mario. They've made their own animated, like Pikmin animated stuff. They've done a. They, there was an animated Animal Crossing movie. So mm-hmm. I never no. thought I'd see them on mobile. There was Mario Man. Run back in the day. Like changes. Dude, don't forget about the Donkey Kong Country show. Hmm. <laughs> Which is a gem of memes, like I don't know if I've ever seen it. Oh, oh it's, man, it's, it's wild humor. It's oh, man, weird. Huber. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like if you want to see Donkey Kong be like the most weird interpretation of Donkey Kong of all time, <laughs> you should watch it. Yeah. yeah, Mario Three was pretty weird too. I have that that one on DVD. Yeah, the Mario Three uh, animated. <laughs> 
Donkey Kong. Uh, gosh, yeah, I can't get that out of my head now. The there was a Sonic Prime announced though. This was oh. a Sega a Sonic show. Is really it live action that. or cartoon? No, it's animated. It's, it's okay. 3D animated. Uh, oh, like they did that with 24. Boom, right? Yeah, Sonic Boom was 3D animated. 24 episodes. It's yeah, that was announced. So you know, hey. Nintendo won't step up. Other companies will jump on Dude, into Netflix money. Sega, mm-hmm. yeah, man. They've had, like, four Sonic shows, I feel like. Oh, and after the success of the movie, too. Like, mm-hmm. I bet those those Time gears are turning right now. Now, all they need sure. is a game Yep, to hit the highs. Yeah, yep. that's the hard part, you know, apparently. Sonic Mania 2? Sonic Mania well, was yeah, great. Yeah, only they, <laughs> they had need, those developers. They need the, the proper 3D Sonic, though, dude, to yeah. hit its stride, man. Just team up with Nintendo once for 3D. I think that's a Sonic. good idea. Just, just do it. Yeah. Mario. I want that Mario and Sonic game that is a platformer. I don't sure. want these Olympic games. I want the mm-hmm. Mario and Sonic The real platformer. deal. Yeah, you want a real team up. Yes. You don't want them just, just hanging you, out. Like, exactly. Playing sports together. I want Tails like carrying a toad. Yeah. Captain Toad with Tails. World's Collide, ca- dude. Around. There you go. Like that's Tails, Tails dropping bob on Goombas, dude, just flying by air support. Yeah, man, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> dude, Bowser in his little car- uh, clown uh, cart thing and uh, Robotnik in Eggman his in his thing, like just flying around together. Yeah. Uneasy lions, dude. <laughs> then Mario gets Seriously. the Chaos Emeralds, man. He goes Super Saiyan Mario. Yo! Like he does yeah, like Sonic's like Sonic thinks he's defeated or uh, like he's like dying there. He goes Mario, and he yeah. tosses him to Mario, and he goes, Bing! Yeah, <laughs> the hair goes. <laughs> oh my god, Super it's Saiyan so Mario! Good. Yeah, man. I can't. I can't even. I love it. This is the show. We did. This is a show too. Make mm-hmm. this happen. Uh. But Nintendo, you know, they don't need that Netflix money because they're riding high on their own games. Unlike oh, yeah. Sega and Sonic right now, they've got games. They're selling well. Mm-hmm. Their systems are selling well. Nintendo just released their uh, fiscal, uh, FY3, Fiscal 3 2021, quarter 3 results. And the Switch, not only is just about, it's just under 80 million sold lifetime. It wow. had its record-breaking quarter, selling more systems than even we did in any single three-month Crazy. period ever. So set that record. It's Crazy. Wild. Just officially has now outsold the 3DS lifetime sales. Oh, wow. Damn. So it's climbing up that ladder. Next What's, up... Is DS the highest? DS is the highest. So next up would be GBA, which is probably already past Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Game Boy Advance is at 81.51 million. Remember in real time... We're in January. We're like, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're in February. Sorry, <laughs> we're already a whole month into 2021, so it's very likely it's already surpassed that. After that is the big three. You got the Wii, just at over 100 million. You got the Game Boy, which is like at 113 million, and you got the DS the King. Oh, where's PS2? Like, no, 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 well, DS said 154 million, and PS4 is listed always as 155 million plus. So they're wow. kind of close. Mm-hmm. But hey, if if Switch were to go on for 10 years, it would. We yeah, don't know how long yep, Switch is going to yep. last. For but sure. it is at 80, basically at 80 million units, and it start. It's at the three. That's almost at three full years. So FY3 means it's its third year wow. of the Switch, I believe. FY3 it's means it's going to. It's going to yeah. pass it. 
So it's at least getting five years, probably six. So you have to think we're only either halfway or a little bit less than halfway through its life cycle. Mm-hmm. So it has a good, good chance. February is a sneaky good month for Switch, too. A couple of years yeah, coming. Mario, uh, Bowser's Fury exclusive, uh, Ghosts and Goblins exclusive, and Bravely yeah. Default 2 as well. Huge yeah, exactly. month coming up. And you know a lot of people are going to be scooping up those Switches if they don't have one for that Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, yeah. Coming out in March. Dude, yeah, February, March looking good for Switch all of a sudden. Yeah, right yeah we did, didn't really write this out as news, but that also Monster Hunter Rise demo was using the new online infrastructure that Nintendo's switching over to. Uh, I didn't write it down for my notes. I don't have the details, but they had been using an older system for like oh my 15 God. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the memes were true. The All memes the memes were true. true. We were right to criticize it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they finally I didn't, yeah, it wasn't even a shock when I saw that. It was like, obviously. Like, yeah. It's just the way it is, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the games also did well. I want to point out a few highlights here and get your reactions to this. Pikmin 3 Deluxe has become the best-selling Pikmin game of all time. That makes wow. sense. So much for that game being sent to die, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, just second life on Switch seems like yep. no matter what. Yeah, yeah, easy. It's the least surprising thing when when. And there hasn't been games a Pikmin for a long time, so many people are hungry to hop mm-hmm. in. I think it. Do you think it bodes well for, for like Pikmin? Pikmin Four? Like oh, definitely. I. I mean, yeah, reboot. I guess better than it's been. I thought we were gonna get Pikmin Four years ago. But hopefully, yeah, I know people love that series. A series people have a love and hate relationship with. Pokemon Sword and Shield has become the first Pokemon entry since Gold and Silver to surpass 20 million units. Wow. It's actually going to surpass Gold and Silver at some point in the near future. But uh, it still has a ways to go for the the best-selling Gen 1. uh, So over, over 20 million... Physical and digital, yeah, like everything. Everything, um, yeah, and then what was everything? And the Switch sales were like eighty million. You said, yeah. So it's like one in every four Switch owners is buying Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Boy, look at that. Some people buy two copies of the game. You know, sword yeah. and shield. That 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 strategy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pokemon Strat's been going forever. Uh, Speaking of another, uh, this was on my notes, but I will also say like Breath of the Wild uh, also was over twenty million. It's actually over twenty. This is the highest Zelda by far, isn't it of all oh, time? Yeah, by yeah, far, by a lot, man. And so that's also one in four people, Huber. Nice, great game, As man. It should be. That's a feel good moment for like me. I'm sure for you too, Damian. To see Zelda, like you know, Zelda's always been a big franchise, but I don't think it's been like the top or necessarily gotten the amount of sa- the sales I think it deserved. So it is yeah. nice to see it do so well. Good point. Considering that every mainline entry is a 10 out of 10, you would think they yeah. would sell more copies. It's like, it's always like I say that pres- unironically. Yeah. It's always been like the prestigious series. Yeah. It was the one that like earned Nintendo the accolades, got Nintendo the respect, while Mario, Pokemon were got the big the sales, sellers. Yeah. And in other things. It was also funny. It was like weirdly... Uh, I guess I'll just call it weird view that I felt people had back in the day that you don't mess with Zelda. Don't make these weird spin-offs that you do with Mario and stuff. And like, it's like, it doesn't <laughs> yeah, matter that, anymore. That, that happened anyway. They're in yeah, Mario Kart like, now. So it doesn't matter. Ma- speaking of Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 33.41 million on track to surpass Mario Kart Wii 
Mario Kart That's Wii has crazy. 37.38 million. If you combine the Wii U version of Mario Kart 8 plus Deluxe, I think it has already surpassed it. But on its own, it's going to surpass it. The reason I mention Mario Kart Wii, it is the Mario Kart Wii is the best-selling non-pack-in Nintendo game of all time. Wow. Mario so Kart Mario Kart Wii? 8 Deluxe is going to surpass that. Good lord. And become and become the best uh, 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 for it will do that milestone. I mentioned stuff like Zelda, like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, because especially Breath of the Wild, Brad. Mm-hmm. This could be why maybe and not, it's not the I'm not saying this is the reason, but Nintendo probably doesn't feel any a oh, lot of pressure. They don't feel to get any the sequel pressure. out. They don't feel any like, No, let this this game is the first one still selling. Let it ride for a little mm-hmm. while while we perfect this sequel just to be clear mario kart 8 originally came out in may 20 on may 29th 2014 still going still selling gangbusters no the yeah the wii u version the wii u version yep and that sold pretty well for its relative to its system oh yeah i mean on wii u mario kart's no brainer by market deluxe yeah that's that's insane, isn't it? Yeah, My Mario Kart is a juggernaut. Like, like Mario Kart is legitimately like a Grand yeah. Theft Auto. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is totally. Like yeah. I want a new one so bad, but I understand why they just haven't made a new one. Yeah, yet. you will not get nine until the next system. Like, just give me this... new DLC at least or something, man. I'm really hey, surprised they did. There's getting DLC. I you know. know. <laughs> well, I mean, eight did. Eight, eight did, did, but get back DLC. on the Wii U, yeah. it came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, it got free. It got free updates, and it did get the two season passes for this one. Mm-hmm. It got, or sorry, the old one did. Sorry, but uh, it did get all that stuff, and then a free update. You'd think, like looking at Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, adopting that, yeah, that like adding a new kart mm-hmm. racer every few months would just yeah. be like a, even like yeah, a, yeah a new track or something would be awesome. It, exactly. I wonder if they just like there's some internal talk where they want to res- oh yeah Rio, Rio yeah it'd be great yeah. Sega would make that happen. Yeah. Sega would make that happen. Absolutely not. Get him in there. Sega would be, that, take it all. Take it all. Uh, yeah, Dominic, that's an interesting idea about take, Smash. I wonder if they should... They probably should just turn it to like that same mentality of just release well, the one and support it for a long time. Like Smash. Yeah. The only thing I can think of, Brad, is maybe they feel Smash Bros. is special in that if they allow someone else to take that same path, it kind of diminishes... That specialness, that maybe it, the potency of it, that 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 trick now becomes commonplace. Oh, it was a spectacle for Smash Brothers. Oh, now you're just gonna do this for every game. You do it for Mario Kart. Oh yeah, you're just gonna do. Like, I think Mario what, Kart's what's... the one game you could do it though, get away with, because it's just how much variety you could add in. Like, you don't even need a ton of guest characters or anything like to keep it going. Just new tracks or something like tracks based mm-hmm. off newer so like Mario things. levels or something like that, like a new yeah. Dog City track or something like that. Hundreds of levels, Brad. You get yeah. love it. I mean, and Mario Kart, the mobile game, gets these types of updates, yeah. which is which is interesting. They get costumes, they get new like skins, essentially. Yeah. Uh, the new tracks, new seasonal events, and that's going well for them. I'm really shocked they don't apply that to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. If they're not doing for Mario Kart Deluxe, they're probably saving it as an ace in the hole for Mario Kart 9. Yeah. Maybe. I absolutely expect Mario Kart 9 to take this route. Otherwise, man. You were, I guess they're not really sitting on money because it's like the number one. Yeah, they're, the they're doing fine, song. but like yeah. more money could be bigger. Could Brad, be better. would you want to see a Belmont in a cart, dude? At this <laughs> point here, I'll take a Belmont and like anything I can get, man. <laughs> Throwing holy water to like make. If spills, that means that I get a Dracula's dude. castle 
course. Yo, then, yeah, man. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Oh my gosh, yeah. It'd be so all sweet. These levels. Yeah. Unlimited I mean, levels. I, and I love the camaraderie angle they could do with like other third parties mm-hmm. if they bring in guest characters. Like that's the love Star Fox this, thing, like, man. They can bring yeah, there's Star Fox. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see like Crash. Crash Radio Crash, is a racing Crash. game, but bring Crash to the Marco would be like an honor. Yeah. Have Crash Bandicoot racing yeah. alongside Mario in there. Yeah. You know, obviously Sonic, Sonic Racing Transformed, you know, just put them in the cart there. Mm-hmm. So many good things they could do. You know, we could bring like a Diddy Kong, like with Diddy Kong Racing back. Yeah. Bring in I would some love of those Diddy Kong Racing Wiz stuff. Pig back. Wiz Pig. <laughs> Wiz Pig. Boss fights. Back. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of potential there, obviously. Yeah. So we, yep. we it, it's, it, it, but as big as Mario Kart 8 Deluxes, there's a new king new and up and coming challenger who's gonna yeah. probably be the new king and <laughs> it's old... not even gonna be close yeah. animal in less right? than 12 months animal crossing new horizons has sold 31.18 million insane less than 12 months step out of the way every other like this i think this puts gta to shame this, this has i don't expect it to sell this much for the remainder of its uh, the switch's life cycle but if it even kept up a good portion of those sales for the next few years, it's not out of the realm of possibility that it could become outright the best-selling game of all time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, Wii Sports is, like, at $81 million mm-hmm. yeah. because it's a packing game with the Wii. Yeah. Can you imagine if Animal Crossing dethroned a packing game for Wii? This is a juggernaut. Yeah. yeah. Are you surprised Absolutely by insane. this at all? Kind of. Not really. Like, I guess Animal Crossing is been quietly doing so well just all the time i just haven't really been paying attention i guess like after i played animal crossing a lot on gamecube but after that i kind of i didn't really play any of them and i know they did there was like the ds one that people really loved and stuff like that And there's the wii one but i think the the time this this game came out just was like the perfect storm for a game yep. like this you know that's Everyone's why it's kind of in me. home getting out there doing their own stuff some interactions with people online. It's just perfect it's storm for it. Yep. Once in a lifetime. Yeah. Once in a lifetime moment. Like, unprecedented, and cannot you, replicate. You just this add the fact that it's storm. on the Switch, which is already insane. It's just yep. perfect timing. It is. Yeah, it'll be interesting to track the sales, like you were saying, Damiani, to see how it does 2021 it, and beyond. Yeah. It'll be very curious to see if it, how much it drops off. If any, I imagine there will be probably drop. especially once at some point either whether it's this year beginning of next year when the majority of the world hopefully gets to start returning back to mm-hmm. normal activities i imagine that will be the great drop off for gaming uh, a little bit of like a, a recession back to sure, normal yeah. levels but hey you know it might enjoy just as much success in 2021 as did last year double those numbers man it's almost like putting it at like over 60 mm-hmm. million if it could even do that much that's insane <sighs> yeah wow i think it's impressive that nintendo takes these series that are mainstays and they they blow up into something that becomes much bigger yeah like animal crossing is one it's fire always Emblem. been fire Emblem is another one exactly this means anything is possible with uh with nintendo franchise which is when people say oh star fox f-zero they're never coming back it's like you know never say never i understand a racing game and an on-rail shooter Mm -hmm. like what they're generally known for a little bit harder but creativity 
creativity. Go think outside the box and do something a little bit different, and I think that could be the solution. Yeah. We'll yeah and I just think more people are gaming than ever before, and hype is more contagious than it's ever been with social media and everything. Like, any time a dormant series comes back or a sequel comes out fans and people who have never played it go back to the beginning of the series to catch mm-hmm. up. We see it time and time and time and time again over the last like five or ten years where something's announced and that's it. Oh man, what's that franchise? Oh, I never got into that. Let me get into it. And it just builds the hype for the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I hope Metroid gets this kind of success. It will. It will, bro. series Brad. needs it. It will as soon as it comes back. Metroid's mm-hmm. beloved, but nowhere near as well selling as the, some of the other IPs. It will. It will. I feel like Mass Effect Remastered is going to be the <laughs> highest selling Mass Effect of all time. It's just like, really? yeah, I, I, I'm calling it right now. Hmm. Just the the hype train. It's there, and, and yeah, there's just so many people gaming right now. Yeah, Records are true. shattered for everything. Yeah. I, you know, I'll be interested to see if that comes to pass. And we, you know, again, <clears throat> with a new, new Mass Effect on the horizon, that could be the jumpstart it needs, you know, turn things around. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that, 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 that's, it's always nice to see a series turn things around and make a comeback. Yeah. Because, totally. you know, these series are, are beloved and they have fans and... As much of headlines of negativity makes when a, like a series fails, you know, sometimes rightfully so, you know, hubris or, you know, something controversial happens. But at the same time, it's nice to see the, the comeback story. Yeah, and totally. For, you know, they became the underdog. Now they're coming back. And, you know, for I mean, me, like, that's how I feel about Star Fox and F-Zero. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we've seen it happen before. So hopefully we'll get another, like, Final Fantasy 14 slash No Man's Sky. Some of these games just coming back better than ever. We're not. This next game is something that I'm trying to. I was trying to think of how to frame this because, for whatever reason, I think okay, I understand what it was. Resident Evil Eight Village. The theories around it started led me down a rabbit hole to start because obviously I don't. I want to be on the ground level with this one in terms of like. Missing the boat with FF7, like the 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 craziness of F, the theories of FF7. Like I was there, but I was just so stunned by the ending of FF7. I kind of like <laughs> turned away for a while stunned. and and missed that whole little time. That, like, there was like that gap that I uh, there was a gap in my in my experience where people were doing like the theory crafting, right? And learn and like connecting the dots and like this is probably what's going on it. they I found the explanation so i'm already trying to do that with resident evil village right now and <laughs> everything's on the table like brad and huber yeah. and where i'm going first where i'm where i'm going down the rabbit hole first is is los illuminados connected to yeah. village in any way europe it's yeah. like and, and so that's why i wanted to go back to re4 to look at all the notes look at everything mm-hmm. and see if i could find any little hint that leads to Resident Evil Village. And so yeah, that is I mean, why we're going to talk about Resident Evil 4 now. Yeah, dude. They showed up in uh, one of the movies. They got referenced. They're still around. They got crippled after 4, but the the organization is still out there. Um, a lot of organizations. A lot of... Lot of yeah. 
what is it? Fires on the stove with Resident Evil? There's a lot of loose ends. Yeah. I want to ask the two of you, because I'm not sure if I remember or if our audience, if you ever said it, if our audience has ever heard it before. I want to start by telling, I want you to tell me both about the first time you played Resident Evil 4. I want to know, how did you hear about it? Like, how did you even <laughs> know to go get it? What did you play it on? Did you originally play it on GameCube or did you play it on a different system first? And just tell me what that first playthrough experience was like. I think Huber should go first because mine is heavily connected to his. Okay. Oh, yes. Preview disc. I drove yeah. hours with my mom to a GameStop to get this demo before the game came out. This was my, this was before the release. This is a Resident Evil 4 demo, preview disc, uh, and dude, check out what this is. This, this, if you pre-ordered the game. So I like drove hours away from my house to get this. This is, prepare yourself for a scream-filled trip down memory lane, dude. Uh, watch the thrilling history of Resident Evil in six grisly movies, including a trailer for the forthcoming Nintendo GameCube release. Uh, and, holy shit, I, I remember this. I remember being slightly confused by how different it was uh not confused but like just kind of just kind of shocked like yeah. it was so different than any resident evil i played from the setting obviously to the control controls and everything to leon's vibe like it was it was a new thing uh yeah. but then th that demo is obviously that first village encounter so, I mean, I just replayed that thing 50 times, you know, and just became obsessed. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. But but in my head, I was like, how the hell does this all connect? So that was in the back of my mind of like, wow, this, this is totally different. Like, where is the series going? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so back around this time, I don't remember what year this was. I think this was like high school, but... Around this time, I was not really paying attention to any games, media, or magazines, anything like that. So, a lot of my information about games coming out was, was from Mike, actually. Like, I remember when we were in high school, Mike having... Like, he'd have magazines out at, like, our table at in high school on break. I remember Mike showing me God of War there. He's like, yo, dude, this game's gonna be sick, man. Like, hyping it up to me. So, I came to Mike's house one day, and he had this demo for Resident Evil. Like, I liked Resident Evil... I wasn't as big of a fan of the series as I, as I am now, but I did enjoy the series, and I saw Mike playing this game, and I was like, this is like Resident Evil. This is super, like, weird. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I think it was a really... Ref it felt, like, so refreshing and just new. It felt like something we'd never seen before at the time when we saw this game, and I think it just kind of captured my imagination, you know... This completely different setting, this different vibe, this emphasis on, like, tension and mobs, like, multiple enemies instead of, you know, like, a couple, maybe, maybe in the old games you get, like, four guys, five guys on screen at once, but this just, it felt like 50, it felt Surrounded. like Surrounded. Yeah, just this completely <clears throat> different vibe, and it felt so refreshing and fresh to me, or I was like, dude, I am just, like, fully sucked in, and 
obviously I played it, I watched Mike play it, then I played it, and I was just hooked immediately. Pushing ladders over? Yeah, just like, <laughs> it's such like a common thing in stuff nowadays, like you expect stuff like that, but I like, I remember seeing Mike just yeah. jump out a window yeah. in like a house, and I was like, dude, what the hell, that's so rad. Like this, like sense of freedom, almost. Totally, Brad. You nailed it with uh, feeling surrounded. Like, if you look at the enemy, how many enemies there are? There's probably a handful, but yeah. it really felt like you were surrounded. Yeah, it felt like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cool. Huber. Yeah. When you flashed up that preview disc, so I'm, yeah, I'm intrigued because you said you got it as a pre-order bonus. Yep. Yep. And you had to drive hours. The fun, the yeah. interesting thing for me is I, I don't know if I still have that disc. I don't want to run and get it. I don't want to interrupt it. I, I should have thought of this. I got the same thing, but nice. it was sent to me oh. by Nintendo. I was a Nintendo Power subscriber. Oh. Dude. And they sent it out to certain people. I don't know if it sent it to everyone or certain people. Yeah. And I got that thing. VIP, Damiani. VIP. I got the thing, and I'm like, <laughs> Resident Evil 4. I've been reading about I've seen this in Nintendo Power. And I'm intrigued about it. And like, you know what? I probably wouldn't have tried this out if they didn't give me a demo. I was like, I'm not really into Resident Evil. You know, it's not on. It, like, I mean, yeah, it had been on. Resident Evil Two was on N64, but like in general, I really didn't play any of the RE games because they weren't on Nintendo systems. Even remake uh, when it came out? Huh? Even remake cool. when it came yeah, out? Yeah, because there's remake, then zero, then four. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I those were getting a lot of coverage, and I I just didn't want to dive. Like it looked great, but I'm like, eh, I'm not. Resident Evil. I haven't like nothing has like hooked me in yet. <laughs> I'm like, but I have this demo. I'm gonna check it out. We got him. And the, yep. yeah, the village, the chainsaw. I was like, I remember going immediately like to tell everyone and like online and friends like. Oh my god! This is like I was like I, I think I wrote a thank you letter to Nintendo saying like thank you for sending me this demo. I was like I would never have played RE4 and like this is amazing. Yeah. Thank you for showing so me good. other. I was like thank you for showing me non Nintendo game IP game first party games are amazing. Were you covering games back then, Damiani? No, I wasn't. I was, this was like what two, this was before it came out. So it was like two thousand four. Yeah, I was still. In, I was still in school, so yeah. yeah, I I was it was like too it was a little too soon I think for that. I think it was like shortly after, or I just remember like this clearly being said to me when I was in college. Got it. Uh, I got into my dorm room and just playing it and then showing like everyone in the dorm room this thing. I was like, dudes, check this game out. And it was like everyone played like Super Smash Bros. Melee and Halo at the time. And then this came in, and everyone wanted that disc. Everyone who had a GameCube wanted to borrow my demo disc. And it was just going around Sick. everywhere. Sick. And I was like, yo, can I get that back, please? I want to play Spreading some the more. the virus, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> so good. That's like, dude, even on the... Cuber's even patient on, zero for Resident Evil hype <laughs> among me and my friends. A lot of it. Dude, on the, on the official release, front and center, dude. Yeah, Chainsaw, yeah. man. They yeah. knew. They, they knew. knew. They knew. <laughs> I, was, yeah, was, I, I echo everything you said. I just never seen anything like this in the game before, and uh, mm -hmm. it just opened my eyes to possibilities I hadn't even considered. And obviously, the game is a landmark for third-person shooters. It's like, it's like oh, it course. and Gears of War. Yeah, usually yeah. cited as like doing so much to advance that genre. Quick shout out to Kill Switch and Win Back. Win Back. For some yeah. Cover-based action. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Kill um, Switch, yeah. I will say 
Damiani, you're talking about connecting the dots of lore. Oh, Resident gosh. Evil lore is my favorite of all time. And booting up Resident Evil 4 when it officially came out. Brad, you know exactly where I'm yep. going with this. Well. When Umbrella was just written off. Yep. Written off in the prologue with some text and VO. I was crushed. I was Ooh. devastated. I was insulted, actually. Because the last Resident Evil game before that was Resident Evil Code Veronica. And at the end of Code Veronica, there's a triumphant moment with, with Chris and Claire. It's time to take out Umbrella, is the last thing they say. Immediately the next game, Resident Evil 4, Umbrella's done. Like, ah! Uh, you know, I had gone through res all the Resident Evils up until then. Umbrella was my most hated enemy of my childhood. <laughs> I wanted them to pay. And, uh, and I was robbed of that a little bit. So you had to wait till five to dish <laughs> exactly. out that Wesker punishment. Yeah. Exactly. So, but realization. Yeah. That, that's interesting. I don't want to get too much into like, then, the, the yeah. development And of course, later, later Wesker and Ada show up. And then, of course, I was eating my, eating my words. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't want to get too much <laughs> development history because, like, obviously it's not a retrospective episode, but mm -hmm. the, it's because I was even shocked because I had forgotten, talking a little bit about Brad before I started recording out how there were, like, four different versions of RE4 before it even got to the final version, and they did have that storyline with Umbrella in it for the longest time before they decided to abandon it mm -hmm. and give Leon, like, a fresh break so it would be a little bit more approachable totally. to newcomers because at the end, uh, Shinji Mikami was working under the penalty of if this game doesn't sell well there will be no more resident evils from cat like capcom higher up Ultimatum. so a lot and this the pressure behind this seemed to be just like swelling up that this was just they needed to do something radical but you know they say you know from you know great pressure comes you know diamonds and stuff you know giving people less to work with sometimes you know instead of letting them have like all the time in the world you never know mm -hmm. but I'm curious about this part of it, though. Before uh, I, I'm going to share a, a, something from Morgan Mahal in a second, but uh, I'm curious. Did, were you aware of the deal that made this happen? Like, the GameCube exclusivity. Like, was the that three... a big deal? Like, the, the Capcom 5 deal? Oh, well, and then, uh... yeah, remake, remake on GameCube was yeah, oh, yeah, the, immediate yeah. getting a GameCube. That drove mm -hmm. me to get it, you know. Did, obviously younger back then couldn't just willy-nilly get every console coming out right um and yeah as soon as gamecube resident evil was shown that that was it i remember getting that game i remember dude you know my rules about playing at night nightfall lock the doors pull the drapes i i couldn't even wait to play remake one i had my mom set up like a barrier of blankets <laughs> to block out the sun in my room in the daytime so I could play this thing immediately. Yeah. Just for listeners at home, this may seem like a stretch, but this is 100% true. Yeah. Like, Mike's yeah. mom would go 100%. through great lengths to help him out. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. My mom knows, dude. Resident Evil. Oh. She, she loves it. She loves it because I love it. Yeah. <laughs> feel like we need to do this now whenever we can go back to the studio we need to do like a build a fort thing <laughs> like, like yeah, dude, the dark. Cozy yeah. fort. uh okay so i i yeah a I mean, great story i was also curious if the, like this drove you either of you to like this is why i need a gamecube or yeah yeah it know, was, it was, uh, i had a gamecube had one. launch day like, <laughs> Luigi's back Mansion, then, baby. yeah back then i was like yo nintendo launch day mm -hmm. let's go I think the only Nintendo console I haven't gotten 
since I was older, like GameCube was like the first one I like spent with my own money and stuff like that, where I could actually like afford stuff. But like all of them, I had day one except Wii U. Wii U, mm-hmm. I like <laughs> didn't even like no came out. I was like, oh, what is this? This is weird, dude. It was most hesitant. <laughs> I only did it because of like work. Yeah. Game trailers at the time. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna probably need one to play at home. And like, I don't know how many we're gonna get, and if I can even bring one home for work or whatever. We played it like we played Mario, whatever it was called on there, and like Mike played it with me, and it was fun. But you know, mm-hmm. it didn't have like that <laughs> sense yeah. of like I need to get this. Yeah, I, I definitely felt that way too. Uh, I mentioned Morgan Mahala. I, uh, I asked for some memories from people or just like questions about RE4. Uh, <laughs> this is about their gameplay experience. Morgan Mahala says, I've always held the held the belief that the wolf you save in RE4 is a nod to Okami. Hmm. The wolf dog you save howls and poses extremely similarly to a cutscene featuring Amaterasu in Okami. Hmm. Both are white, and the sound effect is the same in both games. The wolf also gets a lot of time on screen for just a random inclusion. Not to mention, several members from Capcom worked on both games and may have been having some fun. I did play both games around the same time and felt like I was the only one to pick up on this. That's my obscure RE4 fond memory. That's a really... Yeah, Kamiya... Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a great a, great observation. Yeah. Great observation. Kamiya did Resident Evil 2, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, Okami. So, makes perfect sense. That's canon. I'm going to go with that. I believe it. Yeah, I'm a Tarasu <laughs> dude. Uh, Morgan, you should do a... Uh, you should sleuth it up yourself. You yeah. Should, you, uh, make, 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 get your answer. Pop yeah, fiction man. or facts episode yeah. waiting right there, dude. Make it happen. Yeah, she told me about this ten years ago. <laughs> I would have uh, would have made it happen. It's a good one. I'm fantastic. So Resident Evil Four, amazing first experience. Let's talk about its legacy. Hell yeah! Well, then it came Had out it... on PS2 about a year later with a little extra. We going into that, Damiani? I'm well, sorry. I want to jump in the uh, gun, how, man. How, how I get you, so excited. I'm sorry. How do well, How do you feel? That Re Four holds up today. You know, the last time you replayed it, and all that, yeah, all the extra content they added to it. You know, how, how much support it got over the years. Uh, how, you know, separate ways. Separate <laughs> ways, man. Uh, I just replayed it yesterday, uh, dude. It sinks. It, it sinks I know. I know. You. Well, it's because it's because like it's so fun to replay this this stuff especially when you get the good extra weapons so i got i'm running around with the chicago typewriter it's like let's go what yeah like, like, <laughs> so, like what's possible what can you do now that that's like the fun especially of re4 when you get these like the i don't even remember what's called the Mega Man laser cannon thing that you can do it's just like auto oh, the pn the pno3 right because uh, yeah, that's a nod to... yeah 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 exactly <laughs> i mean infinite rocket launch it's just so <laughs> yeah. fun and goofy man yeah. because you earn it you yeah. earn it oh, yeah. you beat yep. the game yep. numerous times you str- you know you struggle at parts like even if you're, you know, even if you're going through really, really well, you know, there are slow moments of the games where you have to, you know, take enemies out. But when you just have those guns, it's like you are God. You are, you are Albert Wesker's dream. <laughs> you know, you are a God. You're talking about all the, talking about all the extra content. The thing for me, uh, obviously, I think RE4 holds up. We can get into specifics. Yeah. The thing for me that RE4 
Another thing it did for me, and I'm curious, I, I know your answer already, but just humor me. <laughs> when I say the word, the the, when I say the mercenaries. <sighs> yeah. What about it? What do you want to know? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like I feel like I just continually ask for that mode, and since RE five, you know, when we don't like, or when we don't really get it anymore, I get annoyed, mm-hmm. and like that speaks to just how strong and six had a lot of weird yeah things in there too. Of course, yeah. The, the, I just want it back so badly. Yeah, I want it with I, every game. Totally, totally, and they have to know it. You know, I I don't. It's okay to want something, everybody, but sometimes, like, when Reverse was announced, or even other than that, you know, even the backlash with Resident Evil 3 a little bit, there's this demand and this, like, entitlement of, like, effing give us mercenaries, Capcom! <laughs> like, we can't have everything, everyone. Like, we, it, you know, they're giving us Village, they're giving us these demos, they're giving us these remakes. Like, obviously we want mercenaries, they have to know it, and I think they're just waiting to bring it back triumphantly or they're they're they don't know exactly how they want to bring it back or they're waiting for the potential resident yeah. Evil 4 remake to bring it back and i know it should have been in resident Evil 3 remake it absolutely should have been but everything with behind the scenes and how that kind of had you know cut content everyone says maybe they just weren't giving resident Evil 3 the full full effort and they wanted to just hold mercenaries back for when they give remake this this massive treatment that they're potentially thinking about but i think it's coming one day yeah i, I think, think it's coming a lot of the frustration is because some people probably feel like that capcom's just taken it in the wrong direction is where the fans want it and it's not like this is their first or like dabble into pvp resident evil games <laughs> and it like never works it hasn't worked before, and it still probably won't work. It might be fun for a little bit, but it's not going to have legs. Yeah. And I think people want more... If they're, It's going to be multiple. They want a co-op focus, you know? Outbreak, people baby. look so much more fondly back <laughs> yeah. at, like, Outbreak and stuff like that. And it just... I think it just sucks, because it's been since, what, five? Six? I guess there was, there was the DS... Did Six have Mercenaries? I don't even remember. Yeah. Okay, well, it's, sure. it's been a while. It's just like... Yeah. Why are you just doing this thing that people love? You know? It's like, it's cool to experiment, and I get that, and I think that's important. But it's just like, shit, man. Throw us a bone. But I think they're nailing it in the most important part, Super, which is, like, the main game. Totally. Seven, two remake, three, I think it's really good, but I think, you know, that's got a few problems, but, and, like, eight looks great. So I think mm-hmm. they're on track, and they have a good idea where they're yeah. going, but just a little further in that direction, they could really help bring it up. Yeah, I would love to see the budgets of Reverse and oh. Resistance. I would love to see uh, that because if those are Reverse's budget was a fraction of even Resistance's budget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if they're gonna do Mercenaries, they're not gonna skimp out. So like, yeah, they can't. They can't. So I get the frustration with these modes that nobody's really asking for. Um. But if it's not really taking away from anything, you know, again, the, I, need, I, w- I would love to see those exact figures and know behind the scenes and what their ultimate goal is. Um, but yeah, I think it'll return. I think now, because it didn't show up in Remake 3, I think the logical thing is you blow Remake 4 the hell up and you make it 
Yeah. You make it game of the year. You make it just an unbelievable package, remade, whole game, full-on mercenaries mode with, like, continued support. You go all in like Let you've me... never gone in. Yeah, before we get into remake speculation, though, let me ask you this about bringing back to RE4 real quick. I have a patron question from from Cesar about what is the definitive edition of this game. Because I know you wanted to get into, like, the versions, Huber, a little while Mm ago. Mm -hmm. Um, They say, personally, I love the Wii edition because it's, like, two games in one. (laughs) You have your Wii Remote Nunchuck Control Scheme that is, like, an easy mode because aiming is so simple. (laughs) But if you want to play the game as originally designed, you can plug a classic controller uh, to your Wii mode or a GameCube controller to the Wii, a scheme not advertised in the boxes supported, but I assure you it works, and struggle with the laser sight as much as you want. So, yeah, the different versions that have come out, because there's been quite a few, what do you find yourself gravitating towards, uh, or which one did you find like was the most impressive or left the, like, the, least, the most lasting impact on you? I mean, GameCube the original, of course, but PS2, um, you know, they, they did it again. They did a Code Veronica X situation by adding <laughs> yeah. very, very integral uh, lore. You know, they added Ada's mode. Like, you see more of Albert Wesker. They did it again. They keep adding Wesker to entice me. Because, <laughs> uh, of course, Code Veronica X has, has additional Wesker stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the PS2. The HD version looks a little weird. Uh, it's obviously the easiest to play. So if I do replay Resident Evil 4, usually I just play that. It's not a deal breaker. Really like, convenient. Fine. Yeah. Just yeah. The, the convenience over the, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a CRT anymore. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so just the HD is the easiest, so. Yeah. But if I just say, like, end all, be all the best, I'd just probably say the PS2 one. Sure. Uh, I've only really played the GameCube, PS2, and Wii one. Out of those three, I enjoyed the Wii one the most, just because I did like the Wii mode a lot. <laughs> uh, but, like, I guess if I was just to play today, I'd probably just play the HD version, just because it's so damn easy to get. It's like mm-hmm. 20 bucks, dude. It's easy to get in. Or, you know, there's the PC version PC also. Version. I have no idea how if the PC version's good or anything like that, but I imagine just aiming with a mouse is probably sweet. Yeah, I played it for, like, an hour, Brad, back in the day when it came out. It was good. Oh, okay, cool. At one hour of impressions. Fuck I me. would recommend, like, <laughs> if you want the full story, though, anything past the GameCube. Like, the GameCube's yeah. obviously the one I spent the most time with because it was the first one. But just, like, the, those extra little bits, get to play as, like, Ada and stuff. It's really cool. Alright. Dude, Wesker in Mercenaries mode, man. It's so good. Yeah, man. That is it's cool. so good. And Hunk's in there, too. <sighs> Gosh. <laughs> I'm just shocked. It, they, Resident Evil 3 remake, man. Uh, the whole narrative the, would have been different if it had, oh, if it yeah. had launched oh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mercenaries. Yep. Because I know 2 had Hunk and Tofu, obviously, and kind of the yeah, prototype. But man. 3, to me, is the original. Original, yeah. Operation <sighs> Mad Jackal. <laughs> when we played that Huber. so sick oh yeah um that name very very cheesy sounding name but uh res evil and cheese kind of like go hand in hand with some of their games and uh, i want to move on to the the re- potential remake so once again the remake is not confirmed only through certain leaked reports is it 
should confirm, but Capcom has not officially said anything about right. this this project yet. Everyone's just assuming it is true because mm-hmm. of leaks. Yep. Uh, so I want to start there with like about the the potential of a remake and will they keep the cheesy stuff? Patron question from Kerbu. Resident Evil 4 was a fine line of camp and action. Leon's cornball one-liners are legendary, but there was still plenty of tension to pull the player back from your right hand comes off. <laughs> right. Does the panel feel like a remake would succeed in replicating that tone or would it carve its own path? The remakes for 2 and 3 didn't shy away from cutting out some of the goofier moments of their predecessors. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a little more serious, but still yeah. the Leon one-liners and quips would 100% be there. Cuz like 100%. 4 is a goofy game in nature. Yeah. Like you're fighting like a Napoleon character <laughs> who has like a giant mech, like a stone mech. So, yeah, it's like Sadler. I wonder if they'll Sadler. keep stuff like that, but I agree with Huber. I think there'll be some, you know, the, the one-liner kind of stuff, but it'll be a little more serious. Le- just a little bit. Because like, some of the kills are going to be way yeah. more intense. It'll stuff look like that. so intense if yeah. it's built from the ground up. RE Engine, I mean, it'll look unbelievable. Yeah. So, And uh, they, still, they still got it. Like I was thinking, uh, I've been thinking about Revelations 2 a lot. And Barry, Barry Burton in that has mm-hmm. some incredibly cheesy lines but it's still yeah a pretty serious game uh but you know barry throws out just some ridiculous one-liners so oh yeah i think it'll definitely be there yeah speaking of cutting potential content uh this question comes from sage mode q hello allies re4 is a long game some people even think too long if you were Capcom right now and remaking it, would you change some parts, shorten it, or leave it at the same? I, for one, think that it's too a bit too long and a little fat could be trimmed off, but I really hope they keep all that great cheese in there that makes RE4 so special. Also, hope they remake that incredible mercenary mode RE4 had. Love and respect. So cut content, because this has happened. Mm-hmm. RE3 especially, or Remake 3... That's exactly why they're not going to cut any content. There's no way. Oh, really? I, the the backlash... Like, think about... After when Resident Evil 2 came out, the whole world was at Capcom's feet. Mm-hmm. And then Remake 3 skimps out on a couple locations, and it's anger. Yes. <laughs> you know, that was pretty... Yeah. It was pretty loud. <laughs> like, so, Resident Evil 4 is a longer game in 3 than, like, period. Mm-hmm. I Huber, what I could see them doing is have like the same areas, but not the same layout for the area. You know, totally. you could go to the same location, but it'll be a little yeah. different, a little like shorter, RPD. maybe a little longer here. Yeah, yeah, because because yeah, I'm thinking of you know, of course, I, I imagine the part they're referring to is the island and the the, the soldiers with guns. You oh know, that sure, part, yeah. that whole part is yeah. A little, a little long. <laughs> so I wonder, yeah. Um, but man, that part has some good stuff. The regenerators and stuff. Thermal scoping. Like, mm-hmm. picking off weak points. It's tough. Yeah. That is a tough, that is a really tough thing to do. Because, you know, you look back and it's like, maybe it is a little bit too long. But then at the same time, that length kind of adds to other parts. Like, 
I don't know. It's, it's just a tough balance, I, I can imagine. I feel like the only reason I can have share any semblance of the sentiment of too long is because I feel the island segment is the weakest of the yeah. game. Yeah. However, think, yeah, it has some really good parts, though. I would love to see them rework the island yeah, yeah. into something else. Because, be you have, as you said, Heber, they have to have the regenerators. Totally. In fact, I think they're underutilized. I, mm-hmm. I think they could do some really cool things. Totally. if they're, like, with a, like, they're already a serious part of the game. But, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm downstairs in a waste management dumpster just, like, have all the time to run in circles around them. But, like, that close quarters encounter with the first one, mm-hmm. oh, man, or in that one. And then, like, when you go to the freeze room as well, like, yeah, dude. Where it's like, what do you do? Just like, you have no, you can't you. just run, you know. I mean, you can, I guess, technically, but for the first one. But I, I love that tension because you see it in the newer games, they kind of put you in those situations where up in your face, like, one on one, like, let's, like, like, let's make you freak out and panic. And, and I love that. But at the same time, that shooting gallery part with—I I mean, I love Mike. I love the helicopter, but Mike! like that, but that sequence through that, like that whole like war zone is just like, n- no, I don't it's need this right now. This is yeah. like not for me. But that—that's where I come come from, Damiani. That that right there of it's so much, it's too long, but like. That also gives Resident Evil 4 a vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. It has the reputation for being that action-adventure game. And, of course, the, the the castle and all that is, like, more survival horror puzzle, a little slower paced. But on the flip side, like, the, all of that island and action and stuff, like, feeds into the whole identity of the game. So... Tricky, tricky, tricky situation, I imagine, yeah. of, of what to cut. And I just and, think and, and they said with 2 and 3 that they were reimaginings. Right. So I'm sure they'll go that route. Oh, I'm sure well. they will. Yeah. I just think they could cut down the action spot parts yeah. a little bit because yeah. it seems like that's the direction they leaned into later as the series went on and people didn't like it as much. Mm-hmm. But I think you could still have some set, you know, some crazy action shit, maybe just a little <laughs> yeah. less. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm for that too. Like it's the, interesting. oh, I always think of the the standoff with Lewis when they're coming from all sides in the mm-hmm. two story. Oh yeah, yeah that's so good. What a yeah. legendary part. Parts like that, but <laughs> remember the part even uh, saying the war zone part where or sorry that's that's not that's in separate ways. That's not the main game. Never mind, different thing. Uh, never mind that point. Wrong point. Uh, <laughs> but let me ask you this because you said like two and three are reimagining. Um, Four is a more relatively more recent game. It is technically, I guess, retro at this point, if in the grand scheme of things. So this question from JG is about: Does this game even need a remake? Hello, allies. Last year I played RE4 for the first time and loved it. I actually think this game doesn't need a remake. Its atmosphere and gameplay are still great, in my opinion. The fact that you can't aim and move around at the same time adds more tension to every encounter, and I'm not sure that I'd want that change in a potential remake. What are your thoughts on this? Should they even should they make a re, RE4 remake, or should they put those resources into something <laughs> like maybe a Code Veronica remake? Code Veronica is insultingly disregarded, and it's uh-huh. so important and a freaking amazing game. The fact that they're skipping over it in a way, if four comes out before Code Veronica, that is kind of a slap in the face. Um, but I get it. You want to capitalize on the hype and the moment that Resident Evil's having, and four, mm-hmm. regardless, is a better and more popular game. Even though I love Code Veronica, but um, 
uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, when Resident Evil 2 Remake was announced, the original, unquestionably, I've said it a million times and I will forever say it, is my favorite game of all time. The original Resident Evil 2. When that remake came out, I did a Huber Hype video of this game is perfect. We don't need a remake, maybe. Like, I had those questions as well. Of like, do we even really need this if 2 is so great and, and to, in my mind, perfect? What we got is so different that now they coexist. The original is still my favorite game of all time, but the fact that the remake 2 exists and I can experience it that way is such a gift. So I think if 4 is remade, no matter what, no one's going to take away the original from you. You'll right. still get to enjoy that on your terms. So the worst that can happen is it's bad and you have your original. The best that can happen is it's somehow even better mm -hmm. and... It's the definitive version. version of Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Because, like, Remake 1, even going back further, has completely overtaken the original for me. Like, I go back to play the original just for some vibes and nostalgia and to to feel the mood of it. But, like, 9 out of 10 times when I, when I replay the franchise, I just do Remake instead of right. Original. It's just so superior. Yeah. Um, I think there's games that could use Remakes over four first like i have no problem with them remaking four i just think there's other games they could get to but four is the the juggernaut you know the peak <laughs> the peak chase peak money so i understand why they're doing it like shit i want them to remake like zero obviously i want code veronica also four would be like the last on my list i guess of like the mainline ones but i'm okay with it like huber said it'll stand it'll be its own thing you know the original will always be there it's like me with Final Fantasy seven I love mm -hmm. the remake, yeah. but I love the original, and they're super different, but I love mm -hmm. them for different things. So, I'm cool with it. Great. Yeah, Final Fantasy. Great call, Brad. Yeah. Let me ask you about a specific part of the game, and if they're going to change it. And it's about... The question is basically, will they revamp Ashley? It comes from patron Garrett. Oh. By I'm modern standards, the Ashley segments of RE4 don't hold up as well. What could the remake do to improve this section of the game without losing too much? Give her a knife. Just, like, better AI in general, you know? You don't have to baby... You don't feel like you have to babysit her as much. Yeah, give her so a knife. So, you still want some of that tension. Yeah, you can give her a knife, I guess. You still want some of that tension, but I think back, like, a... Look back at, like, Bioshock Infinite, and you have Elizabeth with you, like, the whole game. You essentially have someone following you, but, like, you don't really have to worry about them. They kind of do their own thing. They need to find a nice balance of... You have to protect this girl. She is still... She could still get killed, but... Not feels much babysitting of, like, just putting you in a dumpster and just mm -hmm. walking away killing guys. Like, that's not very fun. It needs to be a little more tense, but also less frustrating. Like, when they, that, you know the part, when they're coming in the ceilings, dropping, dropping through the ceiling. Yep. And yeah. Yep. On the platforms and hitting the switches, that yeah. part is so hard and so yeah. intense, but it is so good when they're, like, picking her up and you're just like, no! Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I think yeah, I think Brad nailed it. Just that that'll that'll be a full. That's gonna be reimagining of that. Yeah, full rework. Um, whether you even tell her to follow or wait or anything, you know, she'll probably have a mind of her own. She'll That's just, what I'm like, saying. Like she yeah. May, yeah, may be like, just way more smart and not make dumb decisions. Mm -hmm. I imagine they at the very least the they'll you can't just like have her hide forever. 
I imagine yeah. like even like when you put her in a dumpster in a certain part, like oh I don't have to remember like worry about her. I bet they take that away. I bet yeah. Smash someone the will dumpster. sniff her ass. Something will happen, and you, it's only a short respite from a, a, a tense situation. Totally. Also, yeah, Help I agree. Me, Leon. Giving her a means to fight back in some regard. Just a little bit. Like, uh, Revelation some... 2 has been on my mind a lot. Mm. Like, Moira has a crowbar, and Natalia has a brick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> I would love her to have her own small inventory that you could give her stuff. So, like, deciding what Ooh. to give her would be important. So, like, maybe the knives are, like, the counter items. The more you get, you can give to her. So, it's, like, one counter. She gets picked up. She can counter Genius. them. It won't kill them, but, so like, it. it buys you a second. And then, help. let her heal herself. But you got to give her the healing, excuse me, the healing items so that she, she can do it on her own if need be. Also, what an opportunity. I know they kind of do it, but when you play as her... Mm-hmm. You make her parts so scary, so oh, so scary, yeah. so dark, straight up horror. Because Leon, superhero, very capable. kicking, kicking, shooting, right. cool, cool, cool. But when we're her, we better, we better crank that horror all the way up. Right. I want to be jump scared. I want to be hunted. Like that's that would be cool. So her parts are just like really awesome in that sense of like, yeah. oh my god, they're so intense. Yeah, I like what they did with like uh, Sherry in the remake. You know, it's mm-hmm. not the same as the original by any means. The same with Ada, it's like way different. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll get like, you know, Sherry, you're like hiding from Chief Irons and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be curious to see. I got a, a few more memories here. Uh, this one from Jason. I remember getting Resident Evil 4 for Christmas when I was 11. It was a rough financial year for us, and it was the only gift I got other than Resident Evil, the Resident Evil movie on DVD. A film I will defend until the end of time. <laughs> the first one? Yeah, I love the first yeah. one. I also remember yeah. that my brother got Final Fantasy X too. The late Christmas did not matter, though, because at that time, it was literally one of the most mind-blowing games I'd ever experienced. I played it nonstop for about six months, just beating it over and over again. This was on PS2, though, and I remember later going over to my cousin's house and playing the GameCube version and being like, damn, this really does look a whole lot better on GameCube. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Even uh, just Umbrella being gone and stuff, even the the switch from fixed cameras. I remember you were very, like... yeah. On the fence about that. On the fence, you know? Just so, so different. And I didn't know where, you know, I, I don't take anything for granted. I didn't know where Resident Evil was going to go right. from there. So, just remember that. Now I, now I just love, you know, you look at the, the, the just numbers, excluding Zero and Code Veronica. No disrespect to Code Veronica. But you look at 1, 2, 3 originals like fixed cameras four five six over the shoulder action seven eight maybe nine as well first person just these trilogies now dude Mm -hmm. it's incredible andre says hello allies seeing ben stream re4 made me go to the store and buy it since it was (laughs) on sale and i've been in in an re craze (laughs) lately I've never played it, but I really like RE2 Remake and RE7. I also really like Remake, but I've never finished that one. But above all games of the Resident Evil franchise, I love There Is No Other, like RE Mercenaries 3D. 
<laughs> I got it when I bought my launch 3DS, and I cannot wow. tell you how much of that game I played. Unlocked everything twice and went for the high scores. I was pleasantly thrown back in time when I realized that RE4 basically controls the same as Mercenaries 3D, and I'm having a blast. <laughs> I have a question, and it is, what makes the dumb in RE4 not as awful as the dumb in RE6? The story is meh, but the monsters and situations are bonkers as hell. I really like RE6. It's a great game to play with a friend and just laugh at how over the top everything is. And it also plays nice, so I really don't get why everyone hates it so much. I figured it was because of the goofy stuff, but man, RE4 is goofy as hell. And other RE games also have their fair share of weird B-movie monsters and situations. Also, do you want Mercenaries back with a classic RE4 control scheme? Love and respect. Cheers from Spain, Andreas. RE4 still has restraint compared to 6. Oh, you my know? God. So entire much restraint. Cities, <laughs> entire cities and choppers and cars are not being exploding Michael Bay style. Like well, four, RE6 is a Call of Duty game. Yeah. 4 is so much more tame. 4 is pretty out of control. But when you compare it to six, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, the Michael Bay effect of it Resident is, Evil yeah. 6. Also, uh, pretty funny, somebody cut down one of our old Resident Evil 6 streams, Brad, mm-hmm. when we gave it a, another chance. We've given it like three chances. But back when we did our full playthrough, we did No Hope difficulty, mm-hmm. which they added later, Brad and I, maximum difficulty. Uh, and just didn't have fun with the encounters. It was the scenarios. Resident yeah. Evil 4 has really awesome encounters, really awesome scenarios with enemies coming in from all sides uh, and just the setups and the enemy composition. And when Brad and I played Resident Evil 6, it was just standing in the corners as a couple enemies would just slowly come in the windows. A couple more enemies come in the windows. It's just uninspired. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. good I don't remember play. a lot of six when I think when I Simmons, actually like, think dude. about think about it. Yeah, Simmons. There's sucks, a man who like, turns into a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say though. I also do remember like the scenari- scenarios not being as enjoyable compared to four. Love, Helena Harper. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like look at the intro for six. You know, I remember there's like that helicopter that crashes and you're like fucking running from it like. <laughs> Totally Call of Duty style. It's out yeah. of control. Like it's yes, four control. is more action for sure, but it's not as nearly as much. Yeah, six is over the top. Yeah, it's so over the top. Because four gets like super creepy as hell too. Like mm-hmm. thinking of just the castle, and again those regenerators come out. You got the Wolverine claws. Intimate mm-hmm. moments ha- in four. Yeah, you have the Novista, the sewer, the Ada- Novista doors. Yeah, you have, yes, dude. And you have you have Ada up to no good. Like she's not some stupid clone. <laughs> mm, gosh. Moving oh. on. Moving on. Uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounced this name, but this next one comes from Venetius. Hello, allies. My first time playing RE4 was around tw- uh, 2007. I was on break from RE since I didn't own a PS2 until then, and I received the game as a birthday gift. I played and talked so much about the franchise back then, my nickname became Resident XD. (laughs) 
Awesome. Like, yeah, a little XD, like, yeah, the smooth yeah. face uh, emote. In my opinion, RE4 was superb. Gameplay, mechanics, graphics, extra content, and etc. My only issue is that it, with it is the lack of background for some characters, namely Sadler and Sarah, which leads to my theory RE4 Remake will probably be set apart from the old canon in the same way Capcom did both previous main title remakes. And the reason for that is they will probably use Sadler and Sarah to tie in with Umbrella's research on parasites, namely Nemesis Project, which was completed with an artificial parasite. There are plenty of misunderstandings regarding RE lore, and do you believe creating an alternate canon will be beneficial for Capcom, or will end up, end up creating more problems than solving as seen with RE3 Remake? Love and respect. It depends on how deep this hole goes like are we gonna remake everything and we're just gonna have two timelines are they gonna converge mm-hmm. so yeah a little tricky um i've been thinking a lot about just ways that it can tie into village uh and it doesn't even have to be nemesis parasite or las plagas but even more recent stuff like revelations and seven and just about like mind control and immortality, like transferring your consciousness. Um, yeah, yeah. I would like to. I think. I think that's how they could do it. Uh, because to me, Spencer had all these operations going on uh, to try to be immortal, and to me, Resident Evil Four was one of those. Revelations Two was one of those. Like these ties to Spencer just doing all this research, like these areas all over, I think Village is gonna be that. Like, ties to Spencer in that regard of like, yo, they were trying to do some research, some experiments to live forever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I, I feel like if we're gonna get any kind of four connections uh, to the old ones, it would be through that, through Spencer, through Umbrella, through trials of trying to be immortal. I figured this was a perfect question for you, Huber. Some lore. <laughs> I was like, yep. And of course, you got Ada and Wesker in there doing their own thing, playing their own game. Wesker trying to get all the viruses. We know how that <laughs> plays out. Right. Huber, would you be excited by an Easter egg room or just a, 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 a take a knee room in a research lab in one of the future RE games that literally had every single virus type in like storage there That'd be just dope. be able to like walk through a room like that like being able to see every virus like the history just laid out there would that be something That'd that be really interest cool. you yeah. dude like that the umbrella really cool. have an umbrella museum like the museum in final seven remake man yeah <laughs> just dude, eight is gonna have, eight's gonna have so many ties it's gonna have so many ties you don't show chris freaking redfield right one of the most Beginning. og characters of this 25 years of history uh you know Mm -hmm. they've showed that umbrella logo like we've seen chris and umbrella dude it's gonna be so this is definitely more than we got in seven (laughs) yep it's all been set up for this i got one final question for you from logan hello uh hey allies in 2021 would you still consider re4 an ideal game to start with for a newcomer to resident evil or would you say something like seven to remake or even the original be the best place to start love and respect I'm Man, always going to say see, the original. I, I think actually two remakes are a really good entry point for the I series. Was say as well, yeah. It's got like the, the horror vibes that the series I think does excellent. 
but for a lot of people, like, the controls are probably really good, too. Really mm-hmm. easy to get into that game. Mm-hmm. Like, I love RE7, but it's, like, super different, super weird, especially, like, the vibe and everything like that. And as much as me and Mike like fixed cameras and are cool with the tank controls, a lot of people do not like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and two, such a good, great entry point because it's, like you said, Brad, it's modern, it's easier to play, it's easier to get a hold of, mm-hmm. and if you fall in love with the lore, if you fall in love with it, going back to Spencer Mansion, yeah. will, uh, it'll still play well for you, it won't be too spoilery, right. like, it, it'll be cool contextually going back if you'd never played the original, because if you start with the original like it is... It's a harder game. It's older, dude. Ink yeah. ribbons, puzzles, a little more confusing, tank controls. Like, you know, it's a little more work to get through. For sure. Good points. Well, Resident Evil 4. One of the, one of the greats. It is one of the greats. Yep, it is. And uh, why, why are we doing this? How am I going to sleep tonight, Damiani? What the hell, man? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're getting hyped on Resident Evil, dude. I, I mean... Huber, you know, like, uh, again, it's not announced by Capcom, but of those big leaks that came out, one of them was that, like, and it had been rumored for a while that RE4 was getting a remake treatment, but Mm -hmm. the update to it was that development was restarted and brought internal, that uh, M2, who had been working on the previous two remakes, especially most most recently Resident Evil 3 remake, they didn't like the direction they were going and they wanted to bring it internal. And I think that got people happy because that meant sure. Capcom was understood the gravity of the situation when you're remaking four, totally. that, how revered it is. And so I think people are a little bit more optimistic. People are a little bit more excited. And, you know, we have a date for village, which means we have a date for, there will be no new future and now officially announced Resident Evil games. So, they like to not. They don't like to wait that long. It seems of, as of late to announce right. that next project. So the vibe is sometime maybe this year we're gonna catch our first glimpse of RE4 remake. Maybe Damiani, the twenty-five year anniversary of this entire franchise is in about a month. Do you have any predictions there? You know what I would love is just a nice, simple original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yes, re-release. Dude, be so nice. Please, please, please. I don't yeah. like having to get my, my One, two, three, buggy, boom, boom, boom. busted PS3 out to play these backwards. Right, yeah. <laughs> or my PS1, even. Yeah, I play, like, PS3 is how I had to play them. But, it, yeah, it would be nice to bring to bring the, the classics to all the platforms out there again. You know, just throw mm-hmm. them out there, let everyone have them. I was, just so, so, I was actually so surprised that OG2 and OG3 weren't unlockables Same. in the remakes. God, like, that really? is so cool. Maybe they're saving it. Maybe they're saving it. 25 yeah. years. Maybe, yeah. Totally. More value. It's Capcom. Collections. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Should have seen that. Because on the horizon, uh, we know that at least one more Maiden demo is coming. Yes. And there are rumors that Resident Evil 7 is getting the PS5 Series X treatment. Right. Um, yes. I saw that, that is, rumor. That is a rumor, too. I'm and wondering why that wasn't ready to go as soon as Village uh, dropped, because the hype for Resident Evil 7 now is Oh, yeah. Peaking. People, yeah, trying to go back. Got to get people uh-huh. in there, yeah. And I'm actually surprised it hasn't announced yet, but uh, the uh, I assume... 
ha- I feel like it has to happen. This makes so much sense. Is uh, we obviously Franco Nintendo Show, but seven and eight aren't Nintendo games, but cloud versions of those games that did exist for mm-hmm. seven in Japan for a while. I'm surprised they announced seven coming to Switch via cloud version as well as eight. Yeah, I mean really. that would be maybe down you know, the line they'll yeah. focus on something like that more. I, I feel like they're going to go all out, though, Huber. That's my vibe, is that something big is cooking. and that uh, They should. They, they have great momentum out. right yeah. now. Yeah. They're, it's like basically everything but, like, Mega Man is, like, firing on all cylinders over at Capcom right now. Yeah. yeah Monster Hunter doing so well and Resident Evil doing so well. Like, RE8 seems like one of the most hype. Maybe it's just because they're the age we're in, but, like, the most people have been excited for Resident Evil in a long time, it feels like, almost. The Lady Dimitrescu hype is... Yes. Oh my god, that's... Palpable. Yeah, helped like, a lot. Like, Jack... The Bakers were, like, pretty hyped. I was just like, whoa, this, this is cool. Yeah, but not even close Not even this. close. This is, like... Dude, she's gonna overtake Wesker for being, like, the most popular in an, <laughs> yeah. in an instant. Yes. Like, yeah. this is... Uh, this is a moment. She's having a moment. And her daughters, yeah. of course. The whole... Write it out. ...crew. I think it just simple as you know one of the simple things that contributes is setting, and as you yep. said, people are very, one of the most hyped games. It also is giving like a lot of RE4 vibes in terms of atmosphere and setting. So just again, I think you're seeing the legacy of four still living on here, yep, and influencing future and upcoming releases like this. Thank you so much, two of you for talking about resident evil 4 thank you guys <laughs> yeah. oh my god we could talk about it forever uh yep. just yeah with that lead up to re8 i feel like it was a good time to revisit and talk about it um but uh, yeah i could have thought of like you know having the two of you to dive into that for a little bit man i, I feel like there's so much more you can do with re4 but obviously we don't want to we don't want to go too long on can you on imagine that code. that demo they'll do if if they remake four oh Damn it. Just that opening they do the village, vi- the village yeah, again. Yep. Demo. Oh yep. my. It'll be like the most played, downloaded oh. demo of all time. Dude. Yeah. yeah, it'd be huge. <laughs> Number one streaming on Twitch. Yeah. I'm calling yeah. it now. Number yep. one game for like a week when that yeah. demo lands. <laughs> yep. Everyone yep. playing it nonstop. Oh, it's going to be such a good time. <laughs> Thank you also to all of our patrons who submitted uh, your questions and shared your memories with us about Resident Evil 4. If you'd like to submit your, uh, if you'd like to make a submission for consideration for a future episode of Friend Code, you need to be a five dollar and up patron. I'll make a post the week we're recording on Patreon.com/EasyAllies, calling for your submissions. Also, thank you to our two hundred dollar and up shout out tier of supporters for the month of February, two thousand twenty-one. Shoutouts to Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering. Caleb Togi Crawford, Nick, Stephen Thomason, and Dougie B. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out, dude. Yeah, thank you so much. Yo. <laughs> I'm just thinking about demos now. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go play depth. Wait, what demo? There is no there. I was like, ah, you be Dude, there'll yeah, be another like, main demo. My mind least, tricked me. At least yeah. one more demo, dude. It'll probably be Ethan, man. We'll get some guns. Yeah, it's gonna be, in the, out some werewolves. It's gonna be in the village. It's going the village. Yeah, it's totally yeah, gonna be yeah, in the yeah. village. Yeah, absolutely. They gotta show it off. Couple months. Anyway. Couple months. Nice and easy. 
I can wait. I can be patient. Yeah. That is going to do it for this episode of Friend Code. I was going to say uh, what the next episode is about, but I, I usually do that as a preview now, but I actually don't know what the next episode's about yet. I apologize. Uh, as always, though, if you want to hit me up on, on Twitter, you can always give me suggestions for ideas. If the I, I Basically, February is now Zelda month. This is the 35th mm-hmm. anniversary of The Legend of Zelda. And I'm trying to think of something new. And in fact, that is literally what the next episode's about. I'm sorry. I like I knew I was forgetting something. And then like I remembered <laughs> as I was talking. I was like, it's big. Why am I not remembering it? And now I'm talking about, oh, natural order of events. Help me remember. I'm getting old. I'm sorry. Yes, the next episode of Friend Code is going to be a 35th anniversary episode. Whether or not the details are announced, it's time to talk about the Legend of Zelda 35th anniversary, and not so much speculation. We already did a speculative en- episode about that, so we don't have any news. We're going to talk about, the, you know, kind of like our like past with the Legend of Zelda, like our favorites, and you know some of the high points, some of the low points in the series. And I'm going to get, as a, I'm trying to get as many allies onto that episode as possible. Uh, a little bit more than just like the the standard three person panel we have right here. Uh, I want like every ally on there if we can get it. So. Uh, I'm brainstorming for that, but if you have ideas you'd like to see us talk about, look for that patron post if you're $5 and up. Otherwise, just hit me up on Twitter and give me your suggestions. I'll totally, you know, entertain some of the, the more reasonable ideas you have. Thank you so much, everybody. And until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce.